Welcome, 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 Islanders. We're back at it with another one. Week two wrap-up of our ballers and bums. This is going to be the guys that balled out and the guys that absolutely just shit the bed. They didn't even show up to the damn stadium. That's how bad it was. Or at least they shouldn't have because they just fucking sucked. With me today is Bombo. We're going to go ahead and carry the torch for King. He's out, but that's okay. We still got you guys covered. We're going to go after our ballers first. Bombo, I'm going to throw out four names that balled out in week two. And I want to get your feedback. And I want you to hit me back with somebody that you like. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and throw out some names. First guy that balled out was Keenan Allen for eight catches, 111 yards, and two tutties. We got Puka Nakua with 15 catches, 147 yards. Still a donut on tutties, but it's just a matter of time. Danny Dimes for 321 passing yards, two tutties, and one rushing tutty. So a total of three tutties. And then we got Mike Evans. That's right. I said it. Mike Evans. Go back. You got the receipts on me. I said this guy was going to fucking stink ass. Why? Two words. Baker Mayfield. I still think that just in the grand scheme of things, it's going to happen. But he had six catches for 101 yards and one tutty. And I'm going to tell you right now, as a sour grapes kind of guy, because I'm a Bears fan and they got this on the Bears, that a lot of that 171 yards was yak. Yards after the catch. Because they were not deep passes because Baker cannot throw the deep ball. But... He just balled out by yak points, and that was that was crazy, you know. Then and a lot of that was a Bears not being able to freaking uh, tackle him and just kind of wrap him up. So anyway, enough with that, Bumble. Who stood out to you, and what guy do you want to focus on? I think you said enough on Mike Evans. I was thinking of Mike Evans because I have a receipt out there too. When I said don't draft Mike Evans as one of your top wide receivers, and so far, Mike Evans is putting up some good numbers, but it's a long season. But if you have T's receipts, look for my receipt in there too, because it's got the exact same total on it. But I'm going to go with uh, Danny Dimes. Good old Dan Newton. He puts up like Cam Newton numbers, but in a less, you know, flashy and less pretty way. It's just real ugly. But when, I mean, you said it yourself, three, 321 yards, two passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown on the ground. It's Danny Dime, so it'll go down the alley and not really down the main boulevard. If it was Lamar Jackson putting up those numbers, everybody would start saying this is the breakout. You know, it, it Lamar's back, but it seems like Danny Dimes get this done more often than not. And it's ugly, but he definitely should be rostered. And right now, he definitely should be started. It's not the prettiest results that you want, but it is the results that you want. He is putting up fantasy points. And it's about time to stop being surprised by some of the numbers that he puts up. And all, by the way, he's doing it with nobody's at wide receiver. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be the counter to your argument with, with Danny. Okay. Here's the thing. You're right. It's not pretty. It's pretty damn ugly. Let's just be honest. However, he did it against a Cardinals team, a Cardinals team that sh they dropped 28 on them and it Unanswered. should never have been that close. Yeah, yeah, it should have never Unanswered. been that fucking close. No, no. But here's where I'm going to say, this is where it's a hard start for me next week is because they got the mighty Niners, the mighty 49ers. And that's that defense is legit. They're for real. And I think it's going to be a tough go. But I agree with you that, you know, you, you got to play them. 
if you have him on your roster, he is one of those guys that are going to get points. I mean, outside of the Cowboys, that was a tough going. That was ugly, you know, that week one against the Cowboys. But I did like what he did last week. But again, it was against the Cardinals and it was against the Cardinals D. So I don't know what kind of stock you put into that. But I mean, Bombo, you're putting your coconuts out there for him. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I will say this. If you have Danny Dimes, if you drafted him and you're smart, you have a guy on your bench that you can throw in situationally anytime he has to go against a top five defense that has studs on the D-line and linebackers because design runs aren't going to work against San Francisco. So if you have like a Jordan Love or a Derek Carr, try to think about maybe sliding them in and then wait for Danny Dimes to, to play lesser teams. That's a good point. That's a good point, Bombo. All right, so real quick, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of throw one out there at you. I know I kind of ranted on Mike Evans. You and I both touched on him a little bit. But I'm going to go out on a limb, all right? The, e the easiest one is Puka, right? But I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to throw out Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen had eight catches for 111 yards and two tutties. He's healthy right now. When he's healthy, he'll get you those numbers. He'll get you those fantasy points. But it's hard for me as a fantasy owner to draft him at the draft position he usually goes at. Because for me, it's what's what do we always say on the show? The best ability is availability. And with him, availability is always the hardest thing. And he goes down so much. And at his draft position, it's hard for me to be able to justify that when you got other guys out there. But there are people with big coconuts that do go out there and get them. And if you got him, you got to play this guy. He is going to be on your starting lineup week in and week out. You have to, unless he's hurt or unless. Other than that, you got to play this guy as long as he's, as he's healthy because Herbert's going to be throwing that rock everywhere. He slings that thing. He is a gunslinger, and he's going to get those catches. I'm looking forward to the coming week when they're going to go up against the Vikings because that is going to be a shootout, and everybody that has a piece of any of those receiving cores has got to play them because this is going to be very exciting. I agree, T. Keenan Allen. It may seem like this, like it was a blow up or, or like a, a coming out for him on this offense for this year. But these are numbers that, you know, we expect a healthy Keenan Allen to put up as a number one right receiver who is the focal point of the offense. I know Mike Williams is the big body, big catch down the field guy. And Eckler is as exciting and lightning in a bottle as they come. But the offense is built around the Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert connection. Keenan Allen runs great routes. He knows where the ball is supposed to be. And if the ball needs to be placed somewhere else away from the defender, he has the body control to get to it. But like we were talking about in a previous segment about wide receiver handcuffs, a smart owner, a smart drafter, if you got Keenan Allen, later on in the draft, you got Quentin Johnston, just in case Keenan gets that hamstring injury, just in case something happens to him, because Quentin Johnston for the Chargers can slide right into that Keenan Allen role and start getting some of those targets. He may not produce the same way that Keenan Allen is, but at least it, it is a high-volume passing offense, and that would be the new number one receiver. So as long as he's healthy, Keenan Allen should 100% be in your starting lineups. But now is the time to start looking at what the options are for your lineups just in case that injury bug happens because it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Absolutely. It's not if, it's when, because he will go down at some point. 
as he always does. And for those Eckler owners, now all of a sudden he becomes even more valuable because he becomes a receiver, de facto receiver for them. All right, Bombo. So let's going to go ahead and get us into our bums. We two bums. Get these guys off your fucking starting roster, please. And you know what? I actually got two of these guys. I got four names for you and two of them I have in my starting lineup. And it's just pissing me off. All right. I'm going to throw these names out at you, Bombo. Josh Jacobs, the reigning fantasy rushing point earner for 2022. And the guy had a holdout and he missed camp. He missed everything. And it's showing. He had negative two yards on the fucking day for week two. Negative two. Are you kidding me? Then we have DK Metcalf. This guy is supposed to be all world. He had six catches for 75 yards. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that number is? That's Chase Claypool freaking numbers. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That's Claypool. Are you kidding me, man? For a DK Metcalf owner, I'd be pissed. Then you got Jamar Chase. That makes me even more pissed because that's the other guy that's on my roster is Jamar (laughs) Chase two weeks in a row shitting the bed. Why? Because of the quarterback situation over there. And we'll get into that in a different segment. But five catches for 31 yards? Are you kidding me? And the last guy I'm going to throw out there. It was a decent day, but he still earned a spot on the bum list because he should be doing more than that. And I could have hit the easy button. I could have said Justin Fields is, is a bum. But yes, he's expected to make that leap but he's not there yet. This guy actually is. And I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence had 216 yards passing, no picks, but no tutties. So they struggled. He's struggling to be able to get those. Week one looked pretty good. Week two, it didn't look good for them. It just looked like they were unprepared. So I don't know. I'm I'm having some issues with some of these guys on the list. Bombo, save me before I start getting crazy. You have a reason to be crazy off some off these guys. So the only one I'm going to give a pass to is Jamar Chase because he potentially has a gimpy quarterback throwing him the ball. But still, I'm not going to lie. If you're, if you're a wide receiver going in the top five and arguably one overall in some drafts, you should be able to put you and me back there at quarterback and that guy produce some numbers. So... The, right now he's 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 on the list. He's on he's on the watch list. You got to watch to see what's going on because if he takes a big nosedive just because Burrow's hurt, then we have to classify him like a Garrett Wilson, totally QB dependent. He is not able to sustain success on his own. Unlike guys that we've seen, like we've talked about DJ Moore, like DJ Moore and bums, like guys that wouldn't even make the bums list. They're so much. They're so bad bums throwing him the ball. And he's still been able to put up thousand yard season. So, you know, the, the clock's ticking, Jamar. You know, if no matter who's back there under center, we're your owners, the people who have you rostered want to see you uh want to see you produce results. But I'm gonna have to be the homer on this one, T. Josh Jacobs, negative two yards. This guy held out all summer and complained about not getting paid. And I'm all about players getting their money. Do what you gotta do. But once you get paid. Don't put up negative two yards. I don't care if it's against the Bills. You led the league in rushing last year. I don't care what's going on with the offensive line. You showed up. You said you were ready to play. Negative two yards. That's that's 
two less yards than I had watching the game on my couch. Think about that. <laughs> so, and, and it wouldn't even be that big of a deal if he didn't hold out and didn't demand to have the Raiders take care of him, which they did. And I'm glad that all worked out, but you got to produce, you got to put up your, your end of the bargain, your end of the deal when it comes to that. Uh, I'll try to think of it as glass half full. And I've spoke on this before, but we've seen the past two weeks looks like preseason week four and week five instead of regular season week one and two. So hopefully this bad football is out of everybody's systems because this is kind of getting all these guys that don't play in preseason. They're using this as their tune-up games. But from here on out, we need these games to start counting and we need these fantasy numbers from these studs to start happening because these names on the bum list shouldn't even happen. Jacobs, Metcalf, Chase, and Lawrence on the bums on the bum list is wild. All right, so before we go ahead and end this, I'm going to throw a nugget out to you because you mentioned the guy's name. You put his name in your mouth and I just feel like I really needed to say something. You were talking about DJ Moore. You're talking about a guy who should be quarterback dependent, but he's not because look at what he was having thrown to him. I mean, they were bringing dudes off the stands. They got, they got some homeless guy off of the <laughs> street just to kind of throw at him. And he was still putting up somewhat points. So last year was a down year for him. And we all know, but I mean, how many quarterbacks are I throwing to him? My point being is what you were saying is 100% true because of the fact Look at Justin Fields. Justin Fields shit the bed last week. And just because I'm a Bears fan, I'm not going to just like leave him on this list. But there was other guys, too, that were more meaningful that should have balled out but didn't. So that's why we left him off the list for this week. But DJ Moore still had 104 yards. He still mm -hmm. had a 100-yard game. And Justin Fields just like threw up a stinker. So are you going to sit there and tell me that a guy like Jamar Chase can't do the same? I mean, what the hell? I'm with you, Bombo. I'm with you. You just, you just called them out, and you just laid it out there. Facts. Hashtag facts. Facts, exactly. Rack DJ Moore was a touchdown away from finishing as a top three wide receiver while J Justin Fields was having probably one of the worst games of his career. Absolutely. QB proof. QB proof. Absolutely. QB proof. I QB love proof. it. All right, that's going to go ahead and wrap us up there, Bombo. That was a crazy segment. It just got my blood going because you know what? It, it's really the bums list that got my my blood going only because I got two of these guys and I drafted <laughs> them high. One of them was a keeper. I mean, it's just like, what the? Oh, just kind of frustrating. And hey, you know what, though? But my frustration is what a lot of our listeners are going through. This this is this is what it means to be a fantasy owner. You know, I'm showing my frustration, guys. It's because we're with you. We're one of you. We're doing this with you and we're drafting these guys. We're. We're out there keeping these guys. It's real legit shit for us too. So Bombo, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up before I keep going on a rant. So for our listeners, make sure you listen, you subscribe, and you share that shit with your friends. Share it with your league mates. Share it to anybody who's into fantasy football. Help us grow Fantasy Island bigger and bigger. And with that, we are out. <laughs> <laughs>